This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Well, 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 let's go. Three hours with you here on a Monday. I'm starting it right now. Welcome into the show. I'm Matt. In the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Farm Bureau, go! But the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Hometown heroes. Staying connected to you around the clock because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire. Customer inspired. Lots of ways for y'all to be a part of the show. I can't wait to hear from y'all here today on Monday. What in the world are you thinking about, talking about, huh? Huh? What's on your mind? <laughs> Lots of different ways for you to let me know. Y'all can text me on the country, please, and text line. It's 885-ESPN. 601 number. 885-ESPN. Text away. I'll read it. That's the country, please, and text line. Country, please, and sausage. On grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Call me on the Divini phone. Divini Equipment. Madison and in Jackson. 995-1059. That's a 601 number. 995-1059. So text me, call me. I'll remind you of those numbers. If you're watching the live stream, just type it in. Type in the comment or the question. I'll see it right there all in one place. If you're on Periscope or Facebook or YouTube or however you're watching. And uh, hit me up on Twitter also at Radio Wyatt. Hi to everybody on a Monday. Caleb was the first to get in. He's watching on Periscope. He says, I get to watch football on Friday night. I know it. We're not there yet, but just in a few days, you're going to hear hoot hoot. And then the popping of the pads. Jai on Facebook says, How's it going, Matt? Hail State from my classroom in Eupora. Man, what's up? And even JB, who's driving this bus, and he's going to get you safely into the driveway of Jake and Beaver on the drive at 3 p.m. here on The Zone. Uh, they'll have some big news for you starting at about 3 o'clock. JB, how was your weekend? Man, it was fantabulous. Yeah? Fantabulous. What was it you said last week? Resplendent? Resplendent, yeah. Fantabulous <laughs> weekend. And this coming weekend is my bride's uh, birthday, so we'll do a little oh, celebration. Oh, great. Great. be 29 for the 35th year. Uh, okay. That's great. Well, happy early birthday then, Mrs. Happy early birthday. My mother commented, she's wishing me a happy Monday. It's always nice to hear from your mother, right? She wishes you a happy Monday. How can you have a case of the Mondays when your mom says happy Monday? Danny on Facebook says, good morning. He's, uh, he's giving us a hail state from Ringgold, Georgia. I think I, I feel like I know where Ringgold is just simply because um, I have said it so much since Danny has been <laughs> messaging us on the show. No, look, there's a whole lot to get into. As you know, you're going to get news today from the SEC. The schedule, it's coming out today. There's no wondering. You know, as of last Friday, the last time I talked to you all here on the show, we were wondering, are we going to get it next week? And there were rumors. Somebody had a source saying it may be next Friday, talking about the 21st. And then they... Put the word out. They must have gotten it finished, got it stamped. It's done. It's sealed. It's signed. It's delivered. And they're going to announce it to you today. <sighs> and it's going to be a relief, isn't it? I mean, look, and with teams practicing, you've got like Ole Miss, I think, is practicing today. I think today is when they start it. The teams in the SEC can begin practicing today. 
Some are practicing today. Some are starting tomorrow. I know Mississippi State actually has its first practice tomorrow uh, afternoon and evening. And here's what that means for you as a fan. BMAC, hey to you on YouTube, watching in Athens, Georgia. The other Bulldogs. <laughs> here's what that means to you as a fan. With practices beginning today and tomorrow, unless at some point they're called off, then for the foreseeable future, you're going to get coaches' interviews. You're going to get practice video. We go, Wait a minute, they're not allowing the media. No, no, no. I'm not talking about media going and getting those things themselves. But the schools, like the SEC schools, are going to provide that stuff to us. Um, I'm, I'm telling you all, one of the best in the entire conference from a media relations standpoint is Mississippi State. Now, Bill Martin has moved on, and he's now in media relations for Tennessee. But uh, Brandon Langlois is there doing a great job for State. And I got an email last night. They send out, they, they send out like free practice video uh, interviews after practice uh, that are going to happen via Zoom with Mike Leach. All that stuff's going to be made available to us. We'll be able to hear it on the show. State does a fantastic job of just loading the media up with content. And I think, at least according to what I saw, they're, they're going to do a really nice job of doing that, even in the middle of a pandemic, when they don't want media members and just passers-by stepping into the football facility or coming in there for no reason. You know, it'll be at a distance, but we're about to start getting some of that. So I'm excited. I'm also excited that Cole Kubelik from ESPN, the SEC Network, and WJOX in Birmingham, former Auburn offensive lineman, is going to be on the show later today in the third hour of the show. So you stick around for that. Uh, I think you know, football conversation for me, football conversations with Cole are always interesting and uh, because he knows his stuff. And I believe firmly that games are won and lost in the line of scrimmage. Offensive linemen, defensive linemen determine who wins games more than the others. You go, well, wait a minute. Quarterback is the most important position. Well, it's pretty important. But again, it doesn't start with quarterback. It starts with the guys in front of him. The game starts and ends on the line of scrimmage. And that's uh, why I like talking to linemen. They understand that. All of that coming your way. But as you saw, if, you tune, if you're tuning into the live stream on Facebook or Periscope YouTube, you saw, I'm excited about something else. Monday Night Football just got better. ESPN has announced the new Monday Night Football broadcast team uh, starting this season. Do you know who it is? Like their first game is in one month, a little less than a month on Monday Night Football ESPN. JB, did you see who it is? I certainly <clears throat> did, Matt Wyatt. Well. It's a, it's a lot better than it has been the last couple of years, I can tell you that. Yeah, and they hadn't done a game yet, but, but there's one on here who I know before they ever even hand him a headset that he's an automatic improvement, I think, to really any broadcast. And people who've listened to this show, there are many who are going to remember. I was bragging on this guy, you know, over the last couple of years as the best analyst in college football on television, and that's Brian Greasy. Amen. Monday Night Football. Great Great. They're going with Steve Levy, who I think is a great choice for play-by-play. He's kind of a personality at ESPN. Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, 
who is kind of an analyst, but he's got a different way of looking at things. Not the former player that, that Greasy is, but he's a former GM front office guy. But is a is a great talker, a great communicator, full of information, energetic, fun to listen to. I've always been impressed with Lewis Riddick. And Brian Greasy, he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't do talk shows. He doesn't do studio analysis. You put him in the booth on game day and put a headset on him, and he's been the best college analyst on TV we've had over the last several years. And um, so that's going to be your your Monday night crew. And I realize you go, well, you're saying college, he hadn't done NFL. Greasy may have done some NFL games that, you know, I don't know. I, I figure he probably has done some. But it doesn't really matter. He played in the NFL. His dad did, obviously. It was Bob Greasy. Uh, but, you know, Brian had a good NFL career with the Broncos, and he's just good. And and I think what makes Brian Greasy good as a broadcaster, and this, you're going to notice this. When you turn on Monday Night Football games this year and you watch them, it's going to immediately feel better, and here's why. Because the things you're wondering about, you, you know, the game itself, like why did that play happen, or, you know, who who made the block, or, where was there the breakdown? Why was there a sack? He's just going to jump in and give you all that stuff because that's what he does. He's like Collinsworth. He's like Romo. He's like Aikman in that regard, in that you don't get a whole bunch of junk and a bunch of BS, okay? He, it, Greasy is not someone who, like a lot of analysts, he knows it, but he just can't articulate it. He just can't get, get it from me to you, <laughs> No, he's just got that ability to bang, bang, bang. Here's what happens. He he doesn't get emotional. He does, he never takes the approach of, hey, the broadcast is about me. Let me tell you about what I'm wearing. Let me tell you about my ties. You know, none of that just complete and utter BS, which you get a lot of on broadcast. Greasy is a football guy. You will get fo- You will learn football watching games that Brian Greasy calls. And I think the other guys are really going to fit well. I think they... They hadn't called a game yet, and as soon as I saw it, I thought, that's a good move. Even though that wasn't their first choice, according to all the reports. You know, I mean, they did everything they could to go after Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. I think it's one of those things, if you can get Peyton Manning, you get him. But let me ask you something. We've all heard Peyton Manning talk. Do you really want to hear Peyton Manning talk for three and a half hours on a Monday night football broadcast? I don't think anybody does. <laughs> He's not the best God-given communicator, let's be honest. He'd have some good dad jokes. Wait, he would. But it would I like I like this the uh, I like this lineup. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching Levy last night on Sports Center with Kenny Mayne. Uh, it's not quite the Olbermann Kenny Mayne or Dan Patrick, but um, Yeah. You know, Levy does did a lot of, uh, and I guess still does, uh, a lot of hockey play-by-play. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he's pretty well-versed. Yeah. You know, and anyway, I just think it's going to work for him. You know, to me, it just has that obvious look of, I just spilled coffee all over my desk, by the way, JB. Mm, did you get it on your computer? Well, no, but I've got it over here next to the mouse, the little wireless oh. mouse, and I'm trying to mm. protect that thing. I got a new mug. Let's it's get one some cheese. It's one of these mugs that looks like a camera lens, but it's actually a coffee mug. It's weird. But anyway, <laughs> I spilled some out of it. So I got it all over me. Yeah, well, anyway, I just think that uh I'm excited about it. I'm excited about 
football and you know getting some games to watch you after the weekend here's a question for everybody you know if you as you come out of the weekend are you still feeling good about it still feeling good about having football to watch still uh here on monday feeling good about games actually happening you know i'm sure there are different answers out there based on different uh uh, things, different bits of information that, that they've heard. I, I know this uh, here in the state of Mississippi. It was tweeted just a little bit ago, John, by um, Thomas Dobbs, the uh, state health official. Yeah, the state health official. There's a chart here, and he had a tweet to go with it. It said, he's expecting better numbers today. Don't lose focus. Masks, six feet, small groups. It's working, and it shows the graph. The numbers have started to come down here in uh, mid-August, trending down. And, I, you know, I don't know how to look at all this stuff. I, I just know I can look at the dates at the bottom and tell that the numbers are, you know, slowly creeping back down. This says uh, seven-day average. So this is a chart about seven-day average cases in the state of Mississippi. They're coming down. That's good news. People have taken to the mandates, I guess, and hadn't been in the big groups as much and all that kind of stuff. Now, you do have school starting. Hey, J.B., Yes, sir. In our house, uh, today's it happened end, today. Right? It happened today. <laughs> yep, we got up. And we uh, loaded little one into the car. Normally, drop off at school for us is a one person, a one parent job, and right. then and then the other parent does pick up. Right. You know, uh, this was both parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we took for uh, drop off this morning, and uh, did you have a little misty eye. Well, I didn't. Um, although I mean, oh, I did every year, man. Yeah, even when my last one was graduating, I mm. still got misty eyed when they drove off and headed to school. Sure. Yeah, I didn't really get misty eyed myself. I think it's because I'm maybe I'm a little too anxious, and I'm not. I'm not terrified of this virus, but I am. I have a good, healthy fear of it. And there are still unknowns with it. And, you know, for the first time since March, we're turning our little baby loose, you know? Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna take care of her. Yeah, that's right. They will. And, and we have got to have faith, that. man. Got to have faith. Well, you're right. You do have to have it. When you open the door and she gets out her little backpack and wearing a mask, you know, goes be bopping into the school. Hadn't done anything like that since March, really. Um, so it was a quiet drive back to the Wyatt Hacienda. <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it was. Not a lot was said. Both of you kind of sniffling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quiet in there. Mm. Yeah, those are good moments, man. That's all, right. all moments are key moments. Well, and the way they're doing the school this year, you know, she's third grade. She's actually getting out an hour earlier than, than you normally would. So she's getting out at two instead of three. I told Anna Beth, hey, y'all get home in time. Bring her up here to the studio. Let's put the headset on her and see how the first day went. Maybe back, yeah. at, the, back at the end of the show. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, I've got one text here on the Country Pleasing text line at 885-ESPN. It's 601 number 885-ESPN. Uh, White Denzel said, Tonight is the night where we get jubilation and anger with the SEC schedule being released tonight. So, Cats out of the bag. They went ahead and told us, didn't they, Denzel? They sure did. They said, here it comes. That's it. 
So the information that we have is they're going to give everybody's week one opponents. They're putting that out there at 3 o'clock today on the SEC Network. Okay, so at 3, you'll get an announcement of everybody's week one opponent. So, like, if you if you stay here and you listen to uh, Jake and Beaver on the drive starting at 3 o'clock, they'll get that information at 3. Then everybody's full schedule with dates and locations is going to be released tonight on the SEC Network at 6 p.m. So they're kind of spreading that out and trying to, you know, hit two different time slots and drive some people to the Feinbaum show at 3 o'clock and then drive more people to the SEC Network at 6. And I think that makes a lot of sense for the SEC to do that. And here's the thing about it, too. JB, I'm hearing no rumors whatsoever. It is as quiet as a mouse. Well, hopefully Cole will have uh, some insight into that since he's right there next door to uh, the mecca of SEC business. Yeah, I mean, you think we just throw it right at him? Hey, what are you hearing, Cole? You got any... Tell us when Mississippi State and Ole Miss are going to play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. It'll be the first game of the year. All right. Caleb just Caleb says on um, Caleb says on Periscope he's watching the live feed that that's going to be three o'clock Eastern, therefore two o'clock Central, our time. Yeah, that'll be breaking right when we bring Cole on. So when we bring Cole on, we're going to get breaking news of the Week One opponents. That may work out just fine and dandy, huh? That may work out just great. We get Cole on here. Okay. See, I'm just always the way you be. planned it, man. Well, it's not, but it's gonna work out, isn't it? <laughs> I tell you, man, the things in my life that have worked out more often than not, nine out of ten times, JB, it's not because I did something. It's because right. God just was looking out for me. Yeah. You know? I hear you. It gives me hope that maybe there are certain times, not all the time, certainly, but sometimes my heart's in the right place. And he's like, hey, man, okay, I'll take care of you. I got you. You got to get out of your own way. Absolutely. (laughs) Me more so than others. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who caused me the most problem? Uh, Let me go look in the mirror. Yeah, that'd be me. That'd be me. Uh, True Maroon says, what are the private high school rules? I want to go see the MRA game. As I understand it, you know, this whole two, um, you can have two attendees at a high school game per student, cheerleader, or band member. So if you're participating in the game in some shape, form, or fashion, you can have two people come to watch you, and that's it. I think that goes for everybody, including MAIS. That's my understanding, True Maroon. Now, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. And and I don't blame you. See, so MRA is now going to host Deion Sanders' team from Texas, right? I think that news came out. Instead of play, they were going to play in Shreveport. And I thought I saw on Twitter this weekend where now all of a sudden some things got switched around and MRA is going to host it. Somebody tweeted that Deion was coming to Madison. That's what it said on Twitter. Hmm. And I don't know who to credit for it, but that's the way it is. Uh, I want to say hi to Nathan, on who's watching uh, the show today on YouTube. JB, uh, Nathan is a young man. He's 11 years old. He's got a nice podcast, a sports podcast that he does on Anchor, and he had me on as a guest. He does a really fine job. How about that? An 11-year-old sports podcaster. Isn't that cool? What's the name of his podcast? 
Well, you can find him there on YouTube. It's NSSN Sports. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing there on Anchor as well. NSSN Sports. His name is Nathan Siegel. <clears throat> and you can see him right there. And he says um, he's hoping that Auburn, Alabama is week one and the same for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. And look, the Iron Bowl and the Egg Bowl schedule at week one. I know we were told early on that wasn't happening, but if it happens, I think people are really going to be tickled about it. I don't think it's happening, but I do think there's a likelihood that it's not. Those games are not going to be the last game of the year. I think there's a great chance the Egg Bowl, Iron Bowl is scheduled somewhere else. Now, when I say the last game of the year, they could keep those things scheduled around Thanksgiving, and it still wouldn't be the last game of the year, right? Because they moved the schedule back a week. Um, so that that could likely happen. Uh, True Maroon, thanks. Okay, so you had Joe Cook from six, Channel 16 WAPT. Deion Sanders and his son Shadur are coming to Mississippi as MRA hosts Trinity Christian. The season open originally going to be played in Shreveport, but now it's going to be in Madison on Friday night. Maybe we can get Fred Smoot to come stand on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it? Get those two like on local television or local radio doing like a pregame WWE kind of smackdown with each other. Oh, Can you imagine Dion and Smoot? How incredible would that be? I'd buy a ticket. I'd buy a ticket just to see that. Put that on pay per view. <laughs> just getting started on a Monday. Y'all stick around. Dog gone. Can you believe? I mean, we've got more. We've got more breaking news in the college football realm. Yeah. <laughs> we sure do. We've got more breaking news in the college football realm. I got it right here on my Twitter feed. I'm about to give it to you. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Studio Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team, they are your home team, Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Hummus and Oil on the YouTube live stream. What a name. Says, my son sent me video of mowing the field at Tuscaloosa as the sun came up this morning. When you say Tuscaloosa, are you talking about Bryant-Denny Stadium? Or are you talking about the practice fields at Alabama? Or are you talking about like a high school? I just want to know the specifics. That's all. Man, yeah, cut grass. Sun coming up, it's going to heat up. Hey, but did y'all see where we're getting a cool snap? Did y'all see that? JB, have you caught wind of that? I know there's a pun there. Yes, um, I did. I caught wind of it this morning when I let the dogs out. Uh-huh. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> no, look, man. I felt really good, especially compared to the last couple of days. So... I saw this thing, this, a meteorologist put this on Facebook and said, and it was a, a graphic of the United States, and it showed like everything east of the Mississippi River for the next five to six days, we're getting some, what do they call it? Some type of, I don't know. It's It had some name to it, okay? And it was showing how temperatures are going to be way lower than they typically are this time of year, and it's going to be a lot less humid. Than it typically like is. Cold front, huh? Almost. I mean, comparatively, 
you know, to yeah. what we had last week. So it's uh, it's going to feel like football around here. You couple that with the smell of cut grass, and anybody who ever went through two days is going to have a little flashback, and you're going to you're going to have that shiver up your spine because <laughs> it's going to uh, remind you of that. I thought this was a funny comment on the country pleasing text line at eight eight five ESPN. Nick said, "Do all the rivalry games week one." He says, do all the rivalry games week one so that we will at least get those in before Dan Wolken burns down the South like General Sherman. <laughs> now, <laughs> I just thought it was a funny text. Nick is thoroughly convinced that the media, the national media, much of the national media, will absolutely do everything they can to make sure that there's no football. <laughs> He's uh, a... <laughs> He's convinced of that. Okay. Uh, let's see over here on YouTube. We got Hunter who's watching in Pensacola. Hey, what's up? Have some seafood for me. Wish I could be there with you. Will says, cool snap makes coffee that much better. <sighs> Absolutely. Dad gummit. When it cools off and it's not humid, it won't fog my camera lens up. Next thing you know, I'll be back on the porch in the mornings, you know, and I'll, I'll do a live stream on the porch. Part of the problem this time of year trying to do that is you can't keep it up. I know it's an excuse, but you can't keep it up because every time you go out there, your iPhone lens fogs over. Nobody can see you on the live broadcast on the porch this time of year. <laughs> so <clears throat> maybe it is just an excuse, but there's something to it. What did I say? Breaking news? Yeah, I got a little breaking news for you. Oh, yeah. Come on with that now. Soothing sounds of the drum corps, the drum line, I should say, on the old ESPN college football intro. No, check it out, Dr. Brojo. The SWAC has released its 2021 spring football schedule. Now, how is it that the SWAC home offices are in Birmingham also. What's up with Birmingham? It's a great place and all, but golly. All right, here we go. The Southwestern Athletic Conference announced today the schedules for all 10 SWAG schools for the upcoming 2021 spring football season. The schedule includes one non-conference open date for each team and conference contests scheduled each week beginning in week one. Additionally, the league has designated a bye week for each team during the week of March the 13th to ensure that fans and supporters have the opportunity to attend the Cricket Wireless Men's and Women's Basketball Tournaments for the SWAC. How about that? So all the football is going to take a week off so SWAC fans can go see basketball if they want to. Each SWAC team will play six conference football games, including four games against division opponents, and two games against a non-division. Each member institution also have the option to play one non-conference game. So it's a seven-game schedule all in all. Is that because um, they're not going to allow fans in there? Is that why they're calling it Cricket's sponsor? <laughs> I'm going to have to learn to get my hand ready over here on the applause, <laughs> just in case when you start throwing that stuff at me. <laughs> Uh, the season will officially kick off the weekend 
of February the 27th with five league games set to be played that weekend of February 27th. Brother, JB! If, yes, sir. When Jackson, when they release the dates, and I'm just saying, for example, Jackson State hosting Alcorn week one at uh, Veterans Memorial Stadium, downtown Jackson, Mississippi, on February the 27th, you and I are going. And if and if if they'll let us in, we're going. Okay. We get we get media credentials, right? We get credentials. We'll yeah. try our best. And so we I, don't know whether we'll wear a sweater or we'll wear a short sleeve t shirt. <laughs> we have no, on February twenty seventh. It could be either one. It could be seventy eight degrees and humid, or it could be twenty eight degrees and ice sickles hanging off stuff on February twenty seventh. We don't know. I just know this. The Sonic Boom, if they're playing at halftime, nobody's keeping me out of the stadium, period. End of story. That's That'll warm you doing. up. That's right. Uh, I, a quick, real quick story before we come to the caller. Uh, I have a, we have like a family of hawks that have descended upon and are living around our house and in our neighborhood. All of our neighbors are aware of it too because these hawks are, they're, they're waking everybody up in the early morning. Making all this noise. You know how the hawks do the screeching and stuff? It's really loud. And they're like, they'll light in these cedar trees right behind my house at 6 a.m. and just go nuts. You know, hawks. And the thing is, they're protected. We can't go out here and shoot them. And I don't know that I necessarily yet want to shoot them. I just wonder what's going on. It's more than one of them. They are very visible. They're flying up next to everybody's house. They're lighting in my backyard looking around. I'm like, what is going on? Why are these hawks behaving this way? I think you should get a pre-recording of Foghorn Leghorn. And you should go yeah. out there and say, I say, I say, boy, <laughs> you're a chicken. You're well, not a chicken hawk. I, I, I just think that they are behaving like true hawkomaniacs. See what I did? <laughs> yeah, I got your applause button. Where's Chicken Hawk? There's Chicken Hawk. He's the man who says he has his own Hawkamaniacs is on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Chicken Hawk, what's up, man? Man, look here. Let me cut this dog on feed off. Trying to feed these kind of picky chickens out here. But I'm going to tell you a little something. Uh, go ahead and go out there and mess with them kid folks of mine. That's some of them dog on Hawkamaniacs. And look at him. If you talk about foghorn leg on, if you remember that little chicken. Listen to that. We we lost him. Chicken Hawk. I'll see if I can get him back. Yeah, see if you can get him back. I think it would be great if we could get him back. Just because, you know, every now and then it's... Um, every now and then you, you get curious what he's going to say. <laughs> I shouldn't say every now and then he's going to get mad at me. <laughs> we got him. Okay. The man is back. What's up, Chicken Hawk? Try it one more time. You, yeah, you I, I, I'm back. Yeah, you see, you done got scared. When I started talking about that football bat, you know, I told you sometimes you got to get that basketball blow. You know, if you're going to play this chicken hauling game and be part of the 
Hulkamaniacs, you got to have all that uniform. I ain't never told you about all the uniform, but I ain't got time right now. <laughs> but look here. Don't you fall out there. You best better tell your neighbors to see what kind of tail feather that rascal's got. Yeah, it's not, a red, it's not red, a red It's not a red tail hawk. It's different. Well, that's a chicken hawk. Red okay. tail hawk is chicken hawk. That's, that's my kinfolk, got that red tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get the, uh, the, we, we're very rare. Ain't a whole lot of it left. But now there's a lot of hawkamaniacs now. You know, there's a bunch of them, but uh, ain't they just like, you know. But anyhow, look at, can you smell it? Uh, what, the cut grass, the practice field, or no, what? No, no, brother, good. you supposed to be in a Mississippi State, Bob. you supposed to be one of the elite of, of the fleet up there. You know, you play quarterback and stuff. If you hadn't spilled all that high point roast of coffee everywhere, <laughs> you could probably smell it. Roll the window up, stick your head out, and see what it smells like, feels like. I'm talking about this football, bro. Uh-huh, yeah. There's a snap you know in the I'm air. Saying? Yes. The, the, hum- yeah. the humidity the humidity has gone on vacation for a day or two, I believe. Well, is that, that, that kind of like the same thing you put on a, a golf course with that chicken stuff? <laughs> God, that stuff stank, man. Cause see, I got a stink. chicken farm. One of my good friends, I live in between two big poultry palaces. Uh, she got five poultry houses. Her daddy got five poultry houses. So I live right in between ten uh, poultry palaces. We gotta and go. when they put that on... Uh, huh? We got to go. The music's playing. Hey! 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 So the SWAC put their spring schedule out there. Uh, it's going to start on the weekend of February 27th if it is uh, allowable, conceivable, doable. A lot has been made over the last 24, 48 hours about the FDA's approval of this saliva test that is uh, much less expensive and um I mean, theoretically, it's going to be much easier to use, much quicker results to just, you know, a saliva test for uh, the coronavirus. So we'll see, you know, how that gets implemented and if that makes a difference. Some people, I I did, I thought uh, Bo Bounds had a great interview with John Cohen this morning on his show, John Cohen, AD, Mississippi State. I was working out this morning and I pulled up uh, uh, the zone on the iHeart app and listened to their conversation and John, he, he wasn't like a hundred percent committal, but he said he felt like that saliva test could be a game changer, had the potential to be a game changer. So that's good news. You know, anything's better than getting something shoved halfway through your medulla oblongata. <laughs> yeah. Did you go through that? Oh no, no, no. no. I fortunately have not been around anybody. Uh, and we, we pretty much keep to ourselves anyway. Yeah. Especially when I had back surgery, I was not very mobile. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, the fact that we've had these Hawks show up, mad male person said, y'all must have field mice around. Well, maybe we do. I hadn't seen a single mouse anywhere. I don't know. It means the Hawks are doing their job. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, they're doing their job. I, I have wondered, do those, the, the bigger those Hawks get, do they eat squirrels? Do they catch those squirrels and eat them? 
I feel like I've seen less squirrels around. I'll be honest. And the ones I have seen, I saw a mother squirrel, a mama squirrel, moving her little babies one at a time last week. Mm -hmm. Up a tree, bring one out, run across the yard and across the driveway, go up another tree, put them in a nest over there she'd build. She's moving them. Saw that. So I wonder if they're... I, I think know. the hawks are a little better than what a friend of mine experienced about a year ago when he had a, a pair of uh, buzzards move in trees in his backyard. Yeah. How'd you like to have two buzzards? I don't know that I'd like that. Yeah. Big old nasty looking things. Somebody texted us here and said, the hawks come around my place more when neighbors bush haul, pushes snakes and mice and stuff like that out. And that makes sense. Res Dog said, Matt, it's 2020. How can you question any strange occurrences this year? I, I know. I mean, it's out of nowhere. Like, it's about four or five huge hawks. They're not red tails. And they make themselves very visible. I, I've, we've lived here for going on nine years, and never before have we, that we could see just with us, out in the open where anybody could see it in the middle of the day, hawk come light in your yard and just stand there in your yard and look around, much less wake the whole neighborhood up at 5 a.m. Why are they doing that? And like I said, you can't shoot them. We learned that on this show. One of the uh, early shows we had here when we first started this thing, uh, JB, Roger and I got a great big kick, especially Roger. We got on the subject, two different subjects in one show, and it was all outdoors related. Okay. It was do black panthers really exist in Mississippi? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can only imagine the phone calls and the stories that that generated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Over the course of a couple of hours. We were both fascinated. Roger got a great big kick out of some of the stories. But then the other thing was a hawk. And Chicken Hawk got, chimed in on it. But somebody did. But some others did. About how, just how far under the jail they will try to throw you. If you kill a hawk that's on this endangered list, you can't even like, I know Jake Wimberly has um, taxidermists in his family. Right. We could probably confirm with him, but like taxidermists will run the other way. If somebody walks in their thing with a dead hawk. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can't even pick it up off the road. It's almost as bad as if you bring in a bald eagle. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you this. I, I do have a couple of good friends that I talk to about once a week that are both uh, Department of Wildlife and Fishery agents. And uh, we, we discuss that Black Panther thing quite frequently because when I was growing up, I'd go stay with my grandparents in Jones County, and my grandfather swore to the day he died that mm -hmm. he would see Black Panthers all around them. Mm -hmm. Hey, look, and I know I've seen pictures. You know, I've seen pictures that people have taken of a Black Panther in Mississippi, and they have no reason to lie to me about it. None whatsoever. Yeah. So they're, I think they're around here. The, I think the, the coolest story that we heard was this guy who used to work, or maybe still does, but anyway, I think he said he used to work at a, at a sugar cane operation down in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And he said you wouldn't, at, at a certain time of the harvest when they'd pile things up, you wouldn't believe the wild animals that would come around. Really? Yes, and he said, including a black panther. Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. In Louisiana. Well, in Mississippi, it's kind of like Sasquatch or Bigfoot. 
you know <laughs> that's right until until you get a, a legitimate quote unquote view yeah or something on video well and the big difference being that black panthers actually exist yeah i said it i said it y'all run and tell that <laughs> bigfoot does not exist they dreamed it up it's fake he does not exist I do have to read this text. This is great. Ghost Pepper on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best sausage anywhere. Trust me. He texts me at 885-ESPN. He says, I wanted to bump this. I thought you'd like my above text that I sent to Brooks. And here's what it says. When Squirrel found out Alabama was going strictly to mobile ticketing for games, he spent six hours in Mobile, Alabama, trying to find a ticket office. Attaboy, Pepper. Attaboy, Ghost Pepper. That's a good one. You know, they have a good fight song, don't they? Well, yeah. As much as they play it, you better hope it's good. Man, those band members are sick of that song. <laughs> They're like, can we just do something else? Imagine I'm sitting up there singing this when it's 65-3 to against Western Kentucky, and they're singing this with a frown. Rolling their eyes and like, oh, yeah, let's get it over. It's hot. I want to go home. <laughs> The band wants to leave, and the students do leave in Tuscaloosa, and then Nick Saban blesses them out in the post-game press conference. Our students don't even want to be here. Yeah, Coach, I don't blame them. White Denzel. <laughs> White Denzel on the text line says, if you want to be really scared, sit on a front porch in the country with the lights off and hear a black panther. Raises the hair on your arm. Well, White Denzel... I have a question for you. See, I'm a real deep thinker. I question everything. I think for myself. I don't take stuff just like it is on face value and just accept it. I question everything. So in your words, if you're sitting on a front porch in the country with the lights off, how do you know it is a black panther? How do you know? You don't know. I'm just saying. All right, Russell. Russell on Periscope. Talking about these hawks. I'm calling them hawks. He says, I think you must have Mississippi kites around your house. He spells it K-I-T-E-S. Let me get out my handy-dandy iPhone from Cspire. Cspire.com. A great Mississippi company with the best network, the number one network in Mississippi. Seaspire. Great deals right now. By the way, they have a, a plan there. It's it's called the No Bull plan. I mean, it is straight up flat, 45 bucks a month for one line or two lines. You know exactly what it's going to cost you. You know exactly how much data you get every single time. All right, let's see here. And and why are you calling them is it like native to Mississippi? Is that what we're calling it, a Mississippi kite? I mean, it's spelled the same exact way as a... No, 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 no. This is not what I'm looking at. But 
the, the Mississippi kite it's like a hawk flies around like a hawk this is different it's a little smaller um, and we have some of those around here one or two I've seen those yeah I know what they are but this is different these are I'm talking about these are like bald eagle size hawks As a matter of fact Russell I'll send you to my YouTube channel the video I posted this morning on my YouTube channel and it says Hawks in the title. If you look in there about halfway into there's some video I caught uh, with the long lens video of one of these Hawks that was in a tree out here behind my house. Go look at it. You'll see. Mm-hmm. And see, Mad says it might be juvenile bald eagles. I don't think it is. They're big, though, and they're loud. We got some neighbors that are tired of them. Tell you this, maybe a golden eagle. Well, it might be. Could be. I'll tell you this: whatever they are, they better be glad they're on the endangered list. (laughs) Because there's a couple of boys that live on this street behind me that would have already taken care of it. I promise you. Not that I would have told on them. I'm just saying. All right, hour two coming up. Stick around. 